This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. I can smell the draft around you the corner. Smell, mm. That smelly smell. That smells. It's April, baby. It's draft smelly. month. It's draft month. And we're honestly, not even just in it. We are a week into draft month. It's so. amazing every year how I'm reminded when it gets to this point. Yep. How much I love the NFL draft. Mm. For 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 a concept of just names being written on a piece of paper and then shown on a board, I am enthralled by it. Do you think not it's... just the first round? I just okay. and I think it's because to jump off of what you were going to ask me, you know, speculating why, a lot of it for me is I'm such a big college football fan. So you thought so like, it's like I know both these ends. guys. I want to see yeah, where right, these guys, right, right. these stars, are going to end up next year. So that's part of it, but also. There's not a draft. I mean, maybe the, well, here's my maybe the NBA in the Let first couple to, picks. Before you get to there, is this the best sporting event that has nothing no to do with the sport. sport in it? Yes. Yeah. It is. It's the king for, as far as that's concerned. And then what I was going to say is the other thing that I think makes it so enthralling is, yeah, in the NBA, you'll have guys in the top five. Sure. Maybe you'll get a Draymond in the second round or a Jokic in the second round. But it's not like you're following the draft the entire weekend. Right, and also, you're not guaranteed that anybody that you pick in any other sport league is going to help you right away mm-hmm. that next season. Like I said, sure, in the NBA, you'll have a couple of those guys. But, like, there will be 15 guys, 16 guys drafted in the first round that not only will have an impact on their new team right away, they'll be borderline upper echelon roster players right. right away. So I think just the, you know, sudden impact and, and, and the fact that you can get like third and fourth round picks starting mm-hmm. right away. I mean, look at Kevin Dotson for the Steelers right. as one of the more recent examples. So oh, there's a ton. I think just the fact that, you know, when you watch a baseball draft, like you're, you're seeing guys drafted and you're hearing all the pundits say, well, it's a good pick. He's got a lot of power. He's got a lot of speed. Okay, I'll see him in 2027. You know what I mean? Like you, you got to kind of forget that it like, it's like when a, a movie's announced. They're going to make a new Batman. Right. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. When is this coming out? Oh, you got to wait like four more years. Oh, okay, great. I might as well just forget that it's coming then. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with baseball, hockey, all that stuff. You got to wait. Yeah, with you football, get, you get all first excited. Round pick, yeah. I want this dude to be a star uh-huh. right away. So I think that is probably what makes it, like you said, the biggest non-sport-playing sport sporting event, event. Right, right, in right, right, the world right, right. because there's just – there's an immediacy to it. Like, these guys that you're drafting are going to help your team win right away. Yeah, and I think, like you said, too, what really adds to it is the amount of people that follow both professional and collegiate football. Not everyone's out there watching college hockey, college baseball, right. even, like, right. high school baseball, high school high school hockey, right? You're you not don't know fall- the names, really. Exactly. I mean, you guys, you ha- you see, I think the NBA has done a better job over the years of expanding its brand and, and promoting its brand. I think so, too. Like, high school basketball players, you're there's going to be a couple of guys you're familiar with. I know Zion is the exception, but everyone knew who Zion was even before he got to Duke. You have Wembenyama. I know yeah, he's not right, playing right, in college. Right, he's right, in France right. right now. But still, you get guys that you can bill up to... Like, the NBA draft will be a big event this year because of a Webb and Yama. But that, when LeBron's, the Zion's, the Webb and Yama's come up, that's, that's when every the NBA draft years. becomes yeah. the spectacle. Right, right, right. It's every year for the NFL draft. Exactly. It's we know who the top players in college football are every year. And then, like you said, Tom, because of that, that adds to the, to the, the allure of the draft because you've been watching them for two to three years at that time, maybe even four, you're like, okay, now where are they going to go? Right. And and these guys, like you said, they could be first, second, or third, or maybe even fourth round draft picks. Names that you're familiar with, 
and still make that impact, right? The NBA draft is only two rounds deep. I'm not saying there's only guys that can make an impact on in the second round. The NBA draft only goes as far as the second round, but the NFL draft really you Three can days find long. You, and you can find guys in the fourth round oh, that yeah. you're. It's still like the people who pay attention to the sport know the names. A hundred percent. In and fact, sometimes you'll see a lot of college stars drafted later because right. they just don't have any, like Stetson Bennett. This right. year will be like a seventh round pick. Well, That's it makes name sense too. Knows. It makes sense too because the first round is only thirty two picks, and it's the it's the only round, and it's an isolated day. Right. It gets its own day. Then it's rounds two and three, and then you do the rest of them the mm-hmm. next day. But it it does such a great job of making it a weekend long event when there, like you said, there's not even a snap of the football. I'm sure you all can tell where we might be going with this. We're going to do a mock draft here. Mock I thought draft. you and I were going to enter the NFL draft ourselves. <laughs> I put my papers in, did you? Mock draft 3.0 for the Steelers standard. We have to change our, our vehicle that we use to draft here, though. Pro Football yeah. Focus sold out. <clears throat> Got to pay a little subscription now. They're making us sell out, maybe. I'm not doing that. They will never get me. So I went on over to my buddy at Pro Football Network, and they, they have our backs. We can do our little mock draft here. So... The Steelers have pick number 17 in this draft. We have a trade proposal. Jacob. Are we doing trades today? We can if you want. You that usually well, a question I'd, like I'd that like, usually I'd follows like, an answer from you. I I say we can be open to trades. Yes. It doesn't mean we have to take the trade. Exactly. Today. So our trade offer, we have two. Okay. First one's from the Lions. They want to swap picks. They're 18, we're 17. And they're going to give us a seventh round pick to do that. You got to grease the wheels a little bit more than that, Detroit. Not mm-hmm. to mention. You might take a player that we need. I know you're sniffing right. around cornerbacks. Right, 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 I'm right. not going to trade up or let you swap up in front of us, Detroit. Now, here's one that might be interesting. Okay. And we would fall behind Detroit, who might take a player of need. But Tampa Bay is offering us their second-round pick in 2024. So not this draft, the next draft. And pick number 19. Now, if I was a real GM, I don't think I could refuse this trade but for the purposes of this exercise, 2024 does not matter. What's the so point I of think moving we should reject this trade. For our purposes, what's the point of moving back? But I want spots? everybody to know that if we were real GMs, it would be foolish to not grab that right, pick in the for just two picks later. You would get a pick in the first round this year still, and then just, just two picks add later from a, where you're at. So what does that who is Tampa? Tampa and this, really wants somebody. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna reject this. Both. We're on the clock. Devin Witherspoon from Illinois mm. was falling. The Bills jumped up to pick number 14 and wow. picked him. so close. Yeah, Peter Skaronsky, he went number 13 the to Bills, the Jets. So the Bills and the Patriots must have traded then. They did. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, interdivision you know, trades like happen. that. That's, 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 you know, the give and take with a mock draft. Sometimes it doesn't account for real-life circumstances. You would never—I don't think you would. you would— ever see a trade between the Bills and the Pats on draft day. Christian Gonzalez, he went to the Lions at pick number six. Ah. So him and Witherspoon off, off the, board. the board. You know who's still on the board, though. Does that leave Mr. Porter Jr. That leaves PZ's kid yeah. sitting right there. That's probably who we're going to end up taking here. But just to update you more, yeah, uh, the tackles go? off the board. Yep, Paris wait, Johnson Jr., he went to the Raiders at number seven. Right. Broderick Jones went to the Bears at number nine. And then Skaronsky, like I mentioned, went to the Jets. At number 13, wide receiver notes, Jordan Addison, number 11 to the Titans. Okay. And Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yep. Everybody knows him, of course, as the younger brother to Kanan Smith and Jigba, the new now, bucko. Now. Uh, the new bucko. Right, right, Can't right, stop right, hitting doubles right. off the green monster. 
Uh, but he went number 12 to the Texans. PZ Jr., still available. Cam Smith from South Carolina, another corner still available. Keely Ringo from Georgia, another corner still available. So there's some corners out there that you could definitely have. I know some people were speculating maybe if Brian Branch falls to you, you take him since you need safety uh, help. I don't. Some think, people. I don't know if we do that. Jacob Brecht. Is got, he available? He is available. Oh. Brian Branch is there at number 17, but you got three safeties, man. Like yeah. I, I think you need to so take Peasy's kid here. Here's, here was my logic behind the Brian Branch pick. If if the tackles are gone and if the corners are gone, but if Branch remains, I think you can you can sell yourself on on the logic of going Branch, right? Because if the guys like Gonzalez, Witherspoon, and JPJ, maybe even Deontay Banks, if he gets taken a little bit earlier than expected, are all gone. And then, of course, the, the tackles that we've been naming so often, Paris Johnson Jr., Broderick Jones, and, and Peter Skaronsky are all gone. If all, what, four of those guys, I named four names, or I guess seven because four corners and three tackles. So if all seven names are gone, Branch isn't the worth eighth option you could ever have on a draft board, right? Oh, no. It's not bad at all. But... I don't think we're in that situation right here. No, I because you have JPJ there. still on the board. And a couple other corners as well, I think, that you might sniff around. Like yeah, Ke- I listen, Ke- I listen my, my big four is Gonzalez, Witherspoon, JPJ, and Deontay Banks. Okay. I'm Deontay guessing, Banks is still there, too. I'm guessing Ringo is still on the board. I'm guessing Cam Smith is still on the board. Yeah, so I think— So I, I'm just saying, over those guys, I would maybe consider Branch instead of the, the the next tier of corners. But because JPJ is on the board, I mean, I don't think it's hard to— It seems like that's been destiny for a while now. I don't think it's hard to—I think it would be hard to say, no, we're going to go in another direction if safety. you're available. Yeah. When you can have—like, people said right away when Pat Pete got signed, they were like, hey— if they get JPJ, that's a really good person to have opposite of him early in his and career. And to have under the wing of Exactly Pat what P. I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it would be a very nice dynamic nice. between those two. So nice. I think we're gonna hit the little addition button here and we're gonna draft JPJ How about that? at number seventeen. I, like it. I have no pushback on that one. All right. More picks are coming in for, or excuse me, we got one trade offer from the Packers for pick number 32. They want pick number 32, and they want pick number 120. They're going to give us pick 45. They're going to give us a lot of capital in 2024 again, a second and a third. Sorry, just All don't, right. don't care about that. How about how about we repeat that at a normal human speed? Pick 32 and pick 120. Okay. But the Packers are giving us pick 45 and then two picks in 2024, second and third. I'm not taking it because yeah. it's 2024. It's yeah, just stupid right. for this exercise. Reject that. And would you would you say though? Say this is real life. Would you accept that deal or no? Because I don't know. In real life, I would have already accepted the one from Tampa Bay. Right. That's a lot of picks to be accepting and sacrificing. Yeah. And well, you don't know what kind of deal you would get if you got the Tampa deal. And again, like I I know you want to keep stockpiling picks for the future, but you also need picks now in this draft and I think I'd, I want to hold on to my pick number 32 and 120 instead of just having pick number 45 and then the other pick that you have in the third round for the Steelers so I'm going to keep my second round pick here uh, my first second round pick here at number 32 and here's some guys that are interesting on the board I, I think it comes down to two people that are sitting on the board right now positions of needs one 
Trenton Simpson, the linebacker out of Clemson, that I think the Steelers are pretty high on. They went to his pro day. They visited with him. Okay. And then the offensive tackle from Ohio State, Dewan Jones. Now, you have to just wonder how deep is this class at tackle and at linebacker. Right. And I think you could maybe risk waiting for pick number 49 and seeing if Jack Campbell is still around from Iowa. So you're picking saying... him there, but that's not a guarantee. He could definitely right, go between now and pick number 49. Both positions on the Steelers need top-heavy contributions. Yeah, this guy needs to start, or you'd want him to start right away if you take the tackle or if you take the linebacker. Right. Right, right, right. Tackle maybe slightly less than. Maybe. Maybe. Just because you have you actually this two guys you have starting in that position have been playing for this team for longer than or have been on the team longer than what, three months. Or uh, wow, three months is a is a stretch. Three weeks. Right. Compared to Holcomb and um Roberts. Atlanta Rob- Roberts. Yeah, Atlanta Roberts. Thank you. Number 27th, or no, excuse me, number 26th pick, by the way, was Darnell Wright, the tackle from Tennessee, and Anton Harrison went to the Rams at number 30. The Rams traded in to the first round to get Anton Harrison at number 30. So a couple of tackles went right before the Steelers picked at number 32, but Dewan Jones is still somebody that interests me a lot. I know Paris Johnson Jr. is kind of the, the guy from Ohio State, but Dewan Jones was no one to scoff at either no. as a Buckeye. Um, I'm just looking at there's more potential, I think, to risk for the inside linebacker and wait till pick 49, and maybe you, you get a Jack Campbell or somebody there, then there is a tackle. I think if you don't take Dewan Jones, you're starting to really bleed into the... The uh, nosebleeds, yeah. The Dan Moore yeah. area right, of right, tackles. Right, 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 right. So I think we should take Dewan Jones here. Okay, I think the only, the only way I could maybe sway you to going... Trenton. Ja- or Jack Campbell, even. I think it's a little early for Jack Campbell. At number thirty-two, I think Trenton would. Trent be the Simpson guy. still available? He'd be the guy to okay. take over him. Yeah. Both okay. Well, well, I'm just saying either of those guys. Trenton Simpson right now in our draft is the best defensive player remaining for Pro Football wow. Network. So, Jack Campbell, you could wait for that next pick, but it's a risk for sure. <sighs> Unless we want to, you know, trade in too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think. It's a toss-up because you went after the 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 guaranteed or the the surefire pick worked out right. The guy that you wanted to follow to you fell to you at seventeen with JPJ. I just I think you can go either way here and not be so upset with yourself. The more you won't be upset with which I with whichever guy you go with at uh, what is it thirty two. I just think the more damning factor here is the hindsight right could you have gotten both if you went with the first guy and then the other guy fell to you at 49 i i have it's it's it, there's no way of knowing i'm guessing i'm because, gonna let you make the decision here i'm gonna yield to my assistant gm Who i'm gonna say it? because simpson and campbell are both available and if it was just campbell i would say it's a much tighter conversation but i'm gonna say let's go let's go with dewan jones here and, and hope and hope yeah let's i mean you yeah, gotta take some risks in the. NFL I don't think draft. it's even that big of a risk because you know how how thin your your offensive tackle position is, and you've been dealing with bad inside linebacker play all year. Yes. So, or not all year for the past couple of years. So it wouldn't kill you to have to move forward with the guys you have on your team right now. 
All right, we've taken Dewan Jones, and I already saw as we were speeding by there that Jack Campbell was taken at mm. number 41 by the Titans. So he went higher than a lot of people expected. Trenton Simpson went at number 38 to the Raiders. So he lasted a little bit longer after the Steelers decided not to draft him. But here's the good news, Jacob. You ready for the good news? Hey, man. Even though it wasn't the guy that we wanted, an inside linebacker prospect did fall to us. Drew Sanders? 49. Drew Sanders from Arkansas is sitting right there. So I know we were looking at Jack Campbell more, and I think I'm a little higher on Jack Campbell personally, but I still think this risk worked out. The, the risk that you decided to take I think works out here because I think okay. you just take Drew Sanders if yeah. he was in your lap. He wasn't the name that we were discussing in terms of debating between going still inside good linebacker value and tackle. 49. Yeah, for sure. And for sure. Do you have any interest in Penny Sewell's brother? Is he available right now? What, what Out of Oregon? What position is he at? Uh, Owen... Uh, Noah Sewell, 62. You didn't give me an answer. What position is he at? Oh, linebacker. He's gone in this Oh, draft. he's gone? Yeah, okay. That's why I was asking for the position because I didn't know if he was a tackler or somewhere. I need my to bad. switch my tab. But he's gone right now. I'll try to see. He, 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 was, went, I he mean, went number 45 to the Jets. There you just go. a couple of picks in front of so us. He's a, he was in that neighborhood. I think Drew Sanders is the pick. Okay, and, that's and now, cool now you've got... A corner, a tackle, and an inside linebacker. One, two, right. three. And what were we just saying at the beginning of this episode? That's what you're you expecting need. these guys yeah. to come in and play right away. Right. So you're getting guys that are at positions of need that you can play right away. Mm-hmm. All right, now pick number eighty. No trades coming in now anymore. I'm 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 happy about that. I think at this point, like a trade, like what is a trade in like the fourth round? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Especially again for this kind of exercise. Like, why would you need to do it now? We've got a couple of corners that are on the board if we want to double down there. Tyreek Stevenson from Miami. Eli Ricks from Alabama. Wide receiver Keyshawn Boot from uh, LSU is on the board. A safety, Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame. Maybe I take the safety now that we've gotten our other positions of needs out of the way. Maybe you add another cook into that kitchen. And there's also an edge rusher, Andre Carter II, out of Army that I might kick the tires on. Any of those guys, I think, would be um, welcome additions. I I don't think I would be too opposed adding some more depth to that secondary room, whether it be the okay. safety or whether it be one of the other corners. So, so just to go go through it, you said Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami is taken. No, he's available. Okay, I wouldn't. Ha- I would not hate that one. Eli Ricks out of Alabama is also still available. That corner, okay. and then Brandon Joseph, the safety of Notre Dame, is available yeah. too. I think those three is who I would target here and. I know you're kind of like doubling down on a position of need here, safety or cornerback, but it is such a pass-heavy league, man. I want as many of people in that room as possible. For sure. Because I, the more you throw at the wall, the more of a chance you get two guys that emerge as two studs. For sure. So I wouldn't be opposed to taking one of the the corners, and you your your eyes perked up when Tyreek Stevenson was still there. He did, or they They did did. for her for him for sure. Give me the names of the safeties still available. Brandon Joseph is the highest rated okay. safety that's available at 81 as far as the pro- uh, prospect is rated. And then the only other one in the top 100, he would be a reach though here, is Christopher Smith the second out of Georgia. So really, I really just be Brandon Joseph, I think, to take. Yeah. So you're telling me Antonio Johnson out of A&M is gone. Anthony Johnson Jr. out of Iowa State is gone. Yep, they're all gone. The all only right. ones in the top 100 are Brandon Joseph and Christopher Smith. All right. Um... Since you deferred to me, 
for the second round pick, I'll defer to you here. I'm going to take the corner. I'm going to take Tyreek Stevenson. That's cool with I me, man. I think it's a more important position than safety. Because you, you right also, corner versus safety, look at your roster currently. You have the AP All-Pro guy in Minka. Yes. And two guys that I trust. KZ for sure. And I think Neil can be a trustworthy player. Right. I mean, he's got to earn that in Pittsburgh. He's bounced around from team to team, but, I mean... He's still, still a former first-round pick. And it's not like this is a prove-it deal, right? He, he signed right. a two-year deal. So the Steelers have plans for him for the next couple of years in their in their defense. So I, I'm feeling more comfortable there. And now you have a cornerback room, or, or we just blessed them with a cornerback room, Jacob, of Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr. Right. Now you have Tyreek Stevenson in that right. fold as well. Not to mention the guys that are still coming back, Levi Wallace. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's deep. That oh, is absolutely. Deep. And you can throw absolutely. a lot of bodies and you can do absolutely. a lot of creative things. And Levi Wallace could have gone from potentially your CB1 to CB4. CB four? I, yeah. Three or f- maybe three to start the year. Yeah. Maybe you bring but Stevenson, Stevenson along a little bit slower. If Stevenson but shows like, some edge, yeah. That's, and, and you know what? Again, I will stress this to the end of time. It is a passing league. I want as many dudes that are great against the pass in that secondary as possible. So I don't mind loading up on the secondary there. Now we're picking at pick number 120. Okay. We've done all our due diligence here. Yes. A lot of needs. Yeah, 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 Maybe yeah. we take a little luxury here. Flyer. Maybe we go wide receiver here. Yeah. Maybe a little sexy I wouldn't pick. hate that at all. The best wide receiver available, and we've mentioned many times on this show that the Steelers need some extra wide receiver help. Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. He's the number 115-rated prospect okay. overall. He's the best receiver available. Bryce Ford Wheaton out of West Virginia is the next best wide receiver okay available. okay with that? He did drop the ball that led to the pit six that oh, lost West Virginia to the right. backyard brawl. So do we really want a guy with those <laughs> kind of hands at Akershire Stadium? We've already seen him fail. I don't know about that one. I mean, Mingo's a better player by a, a pretty wide margin okay. as far as the prospect rankings are concerned. Maybe he's the guy you take. He's an elite catcher of the football, got good ball tracking, timing, and coordination. He's six foot one, two hundred and twenty pound. Um, he makes routinely effortless, high difficulty adjustments. Um, he's got good foot speed pacing, and he can break as a separate. He sounds like a guy, Jonathan Mingo, that has a lot of potential to me, and you don't have to really exacerbate him early because he comes in and he'd be wide receiver three, mm-hmm. wide receiver four, if that. So. I like him. I think you got high upside potential. I also sure. like him playing in the SEC. You know, that's battle-tested. Yeah, right. He's playing Absolutely. against some really good corners in that league. So I wouldn't hate taking Jonathan Mingo if you give the blessing there. No, absolutely. I, I think— And I think it's appropriate I to think take at this time, now. At this time of the draft, there are not there are no bad picks to be made, and this is your time to kind of experiment, right? And this is the last pick that the Steelers will be making for a while in the draft. Right. This is no, where the gap comes. Yeah, no yeah. pick in round five, no pick in round six. So after round four, they go all the way to round seven, which we are in now. And at this point, you're really just looking at maybe best players available on the board. If they do help fill in a need, that's uh, fine with me. Uh, one that's just popping out to me right now is center Spencer Anderson from Maryland, who made it this okay. far down. I mean... Why not draft another lineman, right? He might not make the roster. That's fine if he doesn't make the roster. Right, but right, right. Let's have I'm, this center come into our ro- let, let, let's have our let's have first right of refusal on him. Let's not have to get in a bidding war and undrafted free agency. Let's and two, I mean, there's never a there's never a wrong time to add depth to your offensive line. Especially at the center spot, I think. Right. Where even though all the people on 
the Steelers have signed via free agency the last two years are technically interior offensive linemen. You really only have faith in Mason Cole yes. as your center, and Kendrick Green being your backup isn't the isn't the prettiest name to have. And we're not saying that this Spencer Anderson's going to become your starting center in your next pounds, right? But at least he's someone. Maybe maybe his ceiling is a really good number two. And a That's really what I'm good saying. So you center. have. More than one guy, more than just Kendrick Green fighting for that number two spot. And I think we used that logic with our last pick here, number 241, take defensive tackle Byron Young out of Alabama. It's just always good to grab a defensive Abama tackle guy. And a Bama guy. A Bama guy. Um, again, you won't necessarily need him at all, maybe to the point that he doesn't make the roster, but maybe it's healthy competition and maybe there's a surprise. Maybe somebody who's already on the roster doesn't make it and he ends up getting a, right. a roster spot. So. I'll take Byron Young here. We'll go offensive and defensive line in the seventh round. And here is our summary of our draft. I think this might be our best draft that we've done. I really, I, I like the top, the top four, and that's where you know you think you can make the biggest impact. Those four picks in the top eighty, I really do like. So Joey Porter Jr. with our first pick, mm-hmm. I expect him to start right away. Yeah, not CB one. That's why you got Pat Pete there to be CB one but a good CB2 opposite of him, a young CB2 and Joey Porter Jr. And you don't, you don't have to throw him to the Wolves that much. Now you're going to face right. teams like Cincinnati where you have to. he has to go up against He's got to go up against T. Higgins. But most yeah. of the time he's going to have to go against wide receiver two, wide receiver three. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Number 32, our first pick in the second round and the first pick in the second round, Dewan Jones, the tackle out of Ohio State. Not a guarantee that he starts, but Dan Moore and Chooks would both be – gulping a little bit heading sure, into training camp absolutely. because there's some real competition now heading in for them where right now they look at the people behind them like, Raven Clark, he ain't pushing me. So right, 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 right. now they got some real competition. Maybe Dewan Jones ends up being your starter. If not, at least you know that, you know, Moore and Chooks definitely deserved that spot over somebody who had some talent. Drew Sanders, the linebacker out of Arkansas. We took a little risk there and waited till pick number 49 to take our inside linebacker. That risk Paid off on paper as far as the yeah. prospect is concerned. You don't know what's going to happen until in terms Drew of, Sanders plays football. In but. terms of draft stock value, for sure, paid off. You just don't know if the player on an individual level can contribute compared to the other guys. Exactly, and you won't know that until they actually play football. Number 80, our fourth pick in the top 100 and final pick in the top 100 was Tyreek Stevenson. We loaded up on the cornerback spot out of the U. just seems smart to be picking in the secondary in today's NFL. And then finally, our last three picks, Jonathan Mingo at pick number 120, uh, a high upside potential wide receiver that at the very least could maybe be your wide receiver three and contribute this year. And then our final two picks in the seventh round, Spencer Anderson, the center out of Maryland, and the defensive tackle Byron Young out of Alabama. If we came in to work on Monday after the weekend of the draft, and this is the exact draft that the Steelers had, I don't think that you could really criticize it much. I don't think no, there I would be many people I mean, saying that they had a bad draft. You just look at, again, you look at the top four, and you think three of those guys, one of them is for sure going to be on the field for the first possession that he's on the field for, guaranteed. And then you have three so others who are potentially— Probably going to do it. Yeah, right. And right. I'd say especially by the end of the year, they should all be contributing on the field. I th- it, would be be- it would be best if Jones can—, can you know, move up, one of them. Yeah, move up ahead of Chooks or Dan Moore. And then in the linebacker position, too, you don't expect Atlanta Roberts and Holcomb to really be your anchors of that position either. That's going to do it for Mock Draft 3.0. We are getting closer and closer, just a couple of weekends away from the real deal Here's happening. Here's a question for you. Totally unrelated. 
you called it mock draft 3.0. Do you like when you go 1.0, 2.0, 3.0? Yes, or do I don't you do like the 1.1, 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. Well, that's how I've been naming our episodes. So we'll go back. That's what I'm doing. Go back and fix it because I know for a fact when we did the second one, I didn't go. It's time for mock draft 1.2. I said mock draft 2.0. Well, that's what I did. You go back and fix it. You're a terrible producer of this show. You can now subscribe to, to this, this show. show that's terribly produced. Every episode <laughs> we do, even if the name is wrong, is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcast. We're going to kick it around the NFL when we come back. There's some headlines that we can sink our teeth into. That's on the way next. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. This is the Steelers Standard.